Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Hey, this is the Non-Fungible Podcast, NFP, with your host, D. Klein, and today I have a very special guest, Stella Bell. Welcome to the show, Stella Bell. Thank you so much for having me, and it's so great to meet you in person. Well, via Zoom, but electronically awesome in person. Finally, see a face. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, Love we've it. kind of been in similar circles this whole time, kind of. Yeah. Swimming in the same pool, I guess you could say. Yeah, doing the NFT stuff because, well, basically, I've been. I was hanging back since 2016, 17 is when I became aware of what was going on. I, I saw the whole rare Pepe thing. I had a wallet, actually, one of the first wallets, but I didn't. Did you? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I knew Art Gnome back then. Um, I interviewed Art Gnome and I think it was 2017. Hmm. Um, but I didn't actually start minting because I don't know. I just, I was like, unsure of which tech technology was gonna be the best one or whatever so i was waiting for that but it appears i guess ethereum is right? seems just to be for the mean meantime anyway it seems to fluctuate right sure. like i mean yeah. at one point in time your only choice was bitcoin did you yeah, mint anything on bitcoin we, ever i i didn't i i knew about the colored there there's so colored coins or something yeah on bitcoin wasn't there? Were you back no. then? Way back no. then? No, oh, I didn't when... get into actually making the crypto art until after I met Robness in the spring last year. Oh, you mean oh, last year? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I never crossed paths with Robness, which is weird because I don't mm -hmm. know how I... it is weird. I wasn't minting, but I was observing <clears throat> and watching everything and Oh man, there were some crazy collections and I've got to find them again. Mm -hmm. Something with corn, Bitcoin. That I was don't remember it. that. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if, and it was, there, there was even a coin. I'm pretty sure it was Bitcoin. They are hilarious. I remember just dying and I thought this was around 2017, 18. Is that right? And I thought this is gonna, this is, this is gonna take over. Yeah. I knew back then. I, well and it's that whole kind of meme kind of humor yeah. culture right you know yeah those are funny like bring back those because those are describe it to me i don't know if i've ever seen there. bitcoin I, I, I need to check it because i've been trying to figure this out what this was i remember it was real early on i'll get up and i'll i'll share some stuff i'll tag you in it once yeah, i find yeah, yeah. this <laughs> yeah so, so the big deal going on right now is going to be, I'm guessing what you're really focused on right now is getting ready for this big uh, exhibition you're doing. You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll just start with the meat of this whole thing because mm -hmm. uh, generally speaking, artists are not the galleryists, the gallerists, you know, the, the, the people running the galleries. Sure. Right. Okay. Curators, let's say. Yeah. So what my what my feeling on this particular matter is that I believe that the gallery industry needs to be disrupted along with everything else. Mm -hmm. And 
the reason that is is that I believe that artists need their own space, their own virtual space where they cultivate culture and create scenes. And so this idea of the elites having these, you know, art shows, I think I like to smash that to bits right on. <laughs> and create scenes. So I have a lot in store. Yeah, I have a lot in store. So if you notice that in the, in the art show, it is both a community show and a curated art show with big names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not any like I know I need to have Sal Simpson, Robness, like Josie. Oh, their stuff is amazing, and they all have their own style. You can tell by looking at it who did it. Yeah. So that's that's the beauty of of these of the artists that are famous, like yeah. the one that I described. Of course, there's one, but there's up and coming artists like Landy. She's the one who designed the poster. Okay. For, and I met her very organically and and I didn't even know what she was doing. I I was researching Wall Street vets on Instagram, Twitter, super rare known origin. I was, I scoured, believe me, I scoured all the sites trying to find other artists doing this type of artwork that I was doing because I was obsessed with the whole Wall Street vets thing. Okay, and now were you into that before that, all the news broke about it? Uh, no, I got okay. sucked into it. Okay. But <laughs> that is that I was a, I was, uh, in the recession. I lost mm. everything. Mm. I lived on $10,000 a year with a one child for years. Whoa. And I lived in abject poverty for years, starting 2009. I moved to California in 2006 and um, I had a really, really good, I wouldn't say it was a lucrative job, but I loved my company. Mm-hmm. It was, we had so many perks. Yeah, they paid for, we had free lunches. We had uh, art shows at work. I thought I got paid to be a wow. participant. Ping pong tournaments. I like was the champ for like <laughs> second place in the, in the women's like. So you're I a got, ping pong like expert. Well, I I used to be like, I, I'm the pandemic just really screwed me over, but in my mind, yeah. but anyway, okay, let's not go over there. <laughs> the point is I get a little distracted. The point is my life was pretty kick ass. It was nice. It living was nice, on the beach you know? in California. Yeah. Living on the beach. Uh, perfect uh, weather every day. I was in shape and all this kind of stuff. Anyway. So 2008 rolls around 2008, mm-hmm. nine, it's all blur from there on out. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I watched my 401k go from 10,000 to 8,000 in like a matter of weeks. And then I realized I could see, I could see the doom ahead. Mm. I could see it. So the job kind of dissolved everything from that point. I basically just lost everything. I didn't have a dime, not a dime. So I came back barefoot and pregnant to my parents' house at age, whatever, you know, older. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I had to start over. It was brutal, brutal. There were no jobs. There was mm-hmm. nothing really. I, I sent over like 350 resumes and I mean, I have a college degree and 15 years of solid um, employment background as a production artist, as a print um, technician. I, I did wow. like freelance web design and stuff. But anyway, okay. So long story short, that that was the, the moment that I woke up, I could say, and and then um, 
that was hey no <laughs> no <laughs> okay guest cameo appearance was, yeah that was basically that was the moment that i said okay the future is not going to be about working for corporations this was back in 2009 10 i i thought to myself it's going to be independent you have to take responsibility you can't rely on corporations because corporations will shed you real fast if they don't well need they're to, just looking at numbers right yeah yeah they're just looking at numbers and stuff yeah and so that's when i went hardcore into youtube i was like an early adopter of all the technology i actually found bitcoin in 2011 i posted wow. it on facebook but here's the caveat I didn't have one extra dollar to invest in Bitcoins. And I, of course, didn't, I couldn't foresee the future. Well, and there were technical ways to get it like Bitcoin faucets and stuff at that time, but you, you know, yes. only very technical people would have been doing that. Yes. And um, so that's, that's basically, I don't know how, where I'm going with this. I know. Okay. So we're going to circle back around. Now mm -hmm. we're in current times. I ran into this, reddit post by this guy named space peanut mm -hmm. and he describes it's a story basically that he posted on reddit it's a true story of his father who lost everything just like i did in the recession yep and along with his brother so he watched his father counting change on the table like on the kitchen table with his like everyone's lost their homes and their their income and he watched his dad slowly drift into alcoholism. And, and he literally describes it as my dad was a shell of his mm. former self. And I watched mm. him just wait for death. And it was like that moment I said, I have to do this if no one else is going to do it. Because I looked around and I thought, where are the crypto artists who are documenting this moment of what's mm. going on? Because, look, we never made the news. Space Peanut never made the news. How many people are like this that I barely escaped from this, from homelessness? And now with the pandemic, it's like it's like a repeat of that. Okay, it is. Worse, yeah. For a lot of right? people, it is. For a lot of people. So I thought, this is like... For a lot of hardworking people that were running like yes. successful businesses. Exactly. Like I was a successful employee. I didn't run yep. a successful business. But I mean, I was like straight A student getting raises. I followed orders. I was, I mean, I let, I don't follow orders anymore, but I, at that time it was just like, I, you know, I could have become home. I was about to, well, you know, we talk about the American dream, path. but you can also experience the American nightmare. It's the flip side of that. Right. And they're, they both have yeah, to happen. And the, the bankers, yeah. once, once I took the time to kind of unravel all this stuff and learn about it, just mm -hmm. recently, I've been watching movies, films, you learn about money, how it works and these toxic loans and how they wrap them up and then resold them. And those people that were selling those bankers and everyone involved, they were just laughing all of the way. Oh. The yeah, and they just, knew what they were doing, too. I mean, they purpose, yes. they would encourage people to borrow money knowing they were going to fail to pay it back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so basically all that stuff, all those stories, it just you know, space peanut story. That was the thing that like the knife that went through my heart. And I said, mm -hmm. okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I have to do it. It was just too, it was, uh, that story was too poignant to ignore it and just move on to something else. And I, I realized that I would have to be the one to do it because no one else is doing it. 
I still hmm. don't see a lot of, I don't see a lot of intersection between the people that understand these trends, you know, not even a trend, but these, these movements, mm-hmm. you know, cause the wall street bets, I think that's, that was the moment the Pandora's box was open for the average person because right. it's not even crypto. So then there's the bridge to Dogecoin. And I mean, the whole thing unraveled and I just thought this is beautiful. Yeah, the Dogecoin <laughs> story was amazing. I mean, it was just a glorious time to live through seeing Wall Street bets, GameStop stock. Game stonks. Yeah, Game stonks. (laughs) And then the story of Roaring Kitty. Very, I was very influenced by Roaring Kitty. I watched. Tell me about Roaring Kitty. Tell me about that. Well, he's the first one last July to invest in GameStop because he liked the stock. Right. And he's a very intelligent guy. Like I was listening to the very first video that he made in July, last July. And you can tell his enthusiasm. And it reminds me of that, that thing that children still have. They have hope and uh, kind of a naivete about sure. loving something because it Youthful has meaning. optimism. Yep. Yes. And Roaring Kitty, Roaring Kitty is that person to me. And it was, it was a reminder that you should go for what means something to you. What is meaningful in your life? Mm-hmm. And so he he just loves the stock and he didn't he didn't incite a a thing. He he was honestly telling people why he liked it and the reasons why. Can I interject with a question though? Sure. I I remember seeing something in the news and I don't know if there's any truth to it cuz I haven't really followed it as closely obviously not near as closely as you have. Um I was seeing something about that the person behind it they themselves were very experienced with trading and that they made a shitload of money basically making oh, this whole okay. thing happen. So tell me that's that, what I that's what I saw. You know, and I go, eh, that sounds like a mainstream way of kind of twisting this to me. Way. That's what it feels here's, like. Here's the reality. He's a very intelligent person. Mm-hmm. He had only fifty thousand to his name, I believe, and that's okay. that's what he invested. So he's not He's, he's not some not big a, shot accredited investor. No, he's not an accredited investor. He had bouts of, of, of like unemployment. It's a similar story. If you listen to his full story, like he had bouts of unemployment where he didn't have any money whatsoever. And he was just thankful that now he has a decent job yep. and an apartment. That's just a very standard, you know, middle-class type thing. And he but just, didn't he get charged or whatever with the whole thing? Wasn't that isn't that no, the person he didn't. who was? I watched, or was it, or am I thinking of somebody else? Well, they t- okay. He was on the um, Maxine Waters held the uh, the whatever the hearing. Yeah. But I, I watched that whole hearing, and it, look, he he had every he was right. He was in the right side of everything on every okay. question. There was nothing that the congress people asked him like they weren't suspicious of him they were really asking the bankers and what the connection was between the robin robin hood ceo and the citadel ceo Mm. that guy seemed fishy as fuck to me yeah because he had his posh you know office with the goddamn irises in the back and and he just looked (laughs) like he hadn't really suffered a day in his life i mean he and he also looked like he was lying he had the classic yeah he had the classic um behaviors that 
people who are lying have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't trust that guy. And I, don't yeah, I wish I knew the story better though. to have have a more intelligent conversation with you. But I'll be honest, <laughs> I basically just have to trust what you're saying that, you know, uh, I, I, was, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I was following every single moment of this. And so Lambie, the one, the artist who designed the, the, the fun, I don't know if you saw the poster for it. Mm -hmm. she designed that she did she did like yeah no i used the poster i i used it on my twitter because i'm also in the exhibition yeah yeah well a fun fact is that robness actually bought that nft from lambie oh and lambie like appeared out of nowhere but she had the most um wall street bets uh art that out of anyone so and i loved that poster so i was like hey lambie uh let's use your poster hey <laughs> i think it's a very cool just the whole exhibition i was walking around in crypto voxels just before our recording here and it just i like it i like it it's for the for listeners who people. aren't familiar with crypto voxels i suppose the fastest easiest way for them to find it probably is to go to your your handle on twitter yeah if they go to yes. if they go to stella bell that's s-t-e-l-l-a-b-e-l-l-e and you go there, you'll see in your description bio. Okay, the bio, it has the CryptoVoxels parcel where this exhibition is taking place, yeah? Right, and I wanna take it away from here because I, I was a noob in CryptoVoxels two months ago, so I have a really good idea about what is confusing to noobs. Okay, you gotta this. teach me because I wanna buy a parcel. I don't have, oh, I don't own one. I, I can teach you how to kind of look for the bargains and stuff. Um, okay, but when people go into Crypto, okay, Number one, it's not VR. I mean, it could be if you're into it that. Can be. Yeah. It can be, but for the average person, all you need to go to crypto voxels is a computer. Don't yeah. use it on your phone. It doesn't really work that It good. doesn't look a lot different than say something like Minecraft on a browser. Right. Very so, similar. And then the first thing you're gonna do is click on your screen and that will immediately take you into crypto voxels. You'll be inside this virtual museum <laughs> it's cool. okay here's the next big big tip i want people to write this down <laughs> okay this was this was huge because no one told me and i suffered through it for weeks to fly mm -hmm. okay because it's, it's when you get the help menu it says oh you just press f well you press f and then you then you can navigate like turn towards the sky and you then you press w yeah, WASD, the old traditional keyboard controls. But what I, my point is, the thing just says press F, and I was pressing F, expecting to go forward. <laughs> okay, so you're and you're not a, you're not a you're not a gamer. I guess like me. you're not there's a gamer. People like me. So I just want to. <laughs> no, that's I, a fair point though, because if yeah. you just thought, oh, I just press F, like, and then I'll start flying around. I would just it would just drop me down and I would go up again and once you, you press know. F you go into basically your traditional hey, keyboard mouse W A S D mouse controls. So yeah, you press F and then you yeah. press W to actually go somewhere. Fly. Fly yeah. fly. So that was key. When I when I figured this out, I was like, Oh my god, this is fantastic. <laughs> So then what you can do is you can go up to any image you like and you can left click on it and it'll give you the descriptor and during this yeah, exhibition NFT. you'll be able to purchase the work. Exactly. That's how you buy it. Now, yes. here's the other really 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 cool thing why why everyone needs to show up because I have something a special event planned. I'm okay. getting the money art is hidden in the museum. The directions 
are in the video to the right on the very outside of the museum. So you can watch a video that walks you through how to find the money art and what to do when you find it. Because it, it'll once you find the money art and it's hidden all over the place. I'm just floating around in here right now. It's fascinating. Um, you have to click on the money art that will bring up a survey monkey and you hit the word open and you'll open that survey. And then I'm going to ask you four questions. The first question is, why do you want this? (laughs) (laughs) So it's not about money this time. I'm going to give it to the person who gives me the best answer. Interesting. and I don't know what that best answer is until I find the best answer. If you catch my drift, um, mm-hmm. it just it will it will emerge. It could be really funny. It could be really sure, sure. weird, intelligent. I don't know. It could. You know, be. I'm floating around here. You have some class A art in here. Like holy! Did you go see? There's two parcels. Did you go to that the exclusive museum in the back where the money printer is? Because I've got two museums. Oh. Okay. Oh no, I didn't even go in there. The one with That's the shirts where and stuff. We've got the big players. I'm talking Miss Al Simpson. Um, we've yeah, got yeah. Pascal Boyart. Okay, you guys. This is like high grade art, man. Holy, I'm. Yes. I feel so yes. special that I'm actually in this thing. Holy crap. Yes, you're getting the bird's eye view of this. You're getting like the, you know, I do have to, I do have. If you to hear the music you. in the background, it's because I'm flying around here and there's music playing. Okay, I do have to tell you something. Yes. Did you know that Pascal Boyart, the French street artist, yes, he tokenized the very first street mural. Did you yeah. realize that? He's in the show. Where? Where? Where is Huge. this piece? It's on the side of the second gallery. The the long, not the big, tall, skinny one in the front. It's okay. In the back, the money printer. Yeah, and yeah. And he's yeah. on the right side. He's not inside. I just pressed the video. Oops. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, he's on the the right. Uh, he's on the outside of the second museum. This is really awesome! Wow, I mean, impressive. And very, check art. very Look, cool. Oh, I found it! I found it! I found it! I found it! Okay, that's already been sold. There's 52 copies. He made thousands and thousands of dollars. And the other cool thing is that our art has been selling. My art. Mm-hmm. The did you see the Roaring Kitty GIF? It's in the front. It's got Roaring Kitty, and it's in the community area i call it the community area because it's like i mean it's a community show and then it's like a high-end show too um someone bought my roaring kitty gift for two f i couldn't believe wow just out of nowhere just out of nowhere and they tried they're trying to resell it for 3.8 isn't that great it's it's roaring kitty as jesus did you see the gift it still cracks I'm, me up. I'm looking around. I'm looking around. There's just so it's much a, good stuff, man. Holy. You know, this is un- great. This is great. I'm really impressed. I've got to get myself a parcel. What Can you tell me okay. what's involved in getting this like set up like this? Like this would have taken a lot of work, no? Oh, my God. I spend I, – I spend – I don't know how many hours. I work on it every freaking day. I right? mean – well, yeah, look, it's two galleries at this point. I built yeah. the money printer. Like, that that emerged <laughs> the organically. The dollars flying around. <laughs> I, 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 just, I 
just I just thought, <sighs> what? This is exactly what I wanted. See, I used to be a web designer in the mm. early 2000s. Yep. And I built wacky, I built the wackiest shit <laughs> with like hidden gifts, like not gift, G-I-F, but presents. So I'm just mm. doing the same shit I've been doing for like 20 years. It's just that um, now this is the format that I needed back then because this is in 3D and you can interact with people. Like totally. I meet, I meet the best people in crypto voxels. They just filter in and you can have a conversation. You you talk to people by pressing the enter key and it'll just start co a conversation with someone. Yeah. And, awesome. and it, it's like we're in my website. Okay, and these are like world-renowned yeah. artists these are big time artists now, yeah i'm friends with josie so and and uh miss al as well i'm friends with yeah. rob rob has bought how he's bought one i think of my art pieces and he bought lambie's art the he, he bought the the poster art <laughs> i mean it's it doesn't have the text on it but he bought that original one um check art check who's an artist i know hers hers sold too and i was like kind of uh, i was like oh man i was thinking about getting that no too late um <laughs> it's like it's like just being in the show i think has has uh brought the value up or something mm. you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe you, See, do, you listeners you have to come look at this you've got to go to stella bell's twitter handle did you've you got to go the, on the crypto voxels part it's amazing it's so did cool did you see the, the money printer dude so I, i'm looking at it. i'm standing right here looking at it <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part that's the best part the best part is that that a ghost agent i meet all these people just because i say hey i need this like can i find someone who can build this and then people just show up and i'm like this it's, is fucking it's, awesome. it just looks like an atm that says burr with money flying out of it <laughs> and that, that is my art um yes. i have the best neighbors too that is that is an amazing collector mm. um his name is his real name sven he's bought a ton of my art on nft showroom so that's one of my pieces that's in his the money atm machine right there mm -hmm. and he's he's an amazing person like i love that guy and metaverse billboards or is that just an ad yes he owns metaverse billboards okay it's okay boulage boulage is his name okay okay yeah okay so if you want to buy stuff. if you want to buy a parcel uh you have to check so there are some cheaper ones like i i saw this later i bought mine on impulse <laughs> i swear i had fomo so bad one day i said i'm getting it today and i didn't even look at the neighbors okay i honestly was just like i looked at what was for sale and i sure. just bought it i bought sure. it just because i realized i think the land is going to go up in the future plus i need my own space to build whatever the fuck i want i don't need to ask permission to get into a gallery like i think that whole thing needs hmm. to be i mean sure we because we can just go to your gallery in crypto voxels what do we need all these these other galleries for yes right? exactly <laughs> exactly so what, what keeps you so, from becoming the gatekeeper i'm well i am a gatekeeper of well that's sorts, that's my question right like but um i accepted nearly everything that was submitted there was a couple that it just didn't seem to fit in there. So I didn't include it. Right. Um, I, but I get more out of, I think doing a community plus 
a high end together. Right. And I feel like everyone's happier because we all get to be there together. It's sure. actually more reflective of the real world when you mm. do half community and half high end. What I mean is, oh. are you not in some ways facing similar responsibilities as a gatekeeper by hosting these exhibitions and then deciding who's in the exhibition? Well, the thing is, I accepted everyone but a few. <laughs> right, right. It was hardly a gatekeeper. It's like the only way you didn't get accepted in is if if it was if you didn't submit art that had anything to do with it. Which okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not a. I mean, this one was like, it's fuck Wall Street. Of course, I'm not going to gatekeep. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I suppose get, if someone just put in some random thing, then that's not. Yes, relevant to I, I did get some sense. weird stuff. But I did the gatekeeping aspect happened in that second gallery where it's like, mm. okay, Pascal Boyard, Miss Al Simpson, um, Josie, they're special because sure. they're successful sure. in every in every way. Right? Well, they're, now, they're, 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 they're elite. Put, they're, they are the elite artists. I mean, let's face it. They, they really are. they really are. Okay. Yeah. Here's here's one thing I did differently, I think, than other I put an up and coming artist. Uh, her painting was the Hedge, Robin Hedge. It's the beautiful painting of, that's Roaring Kitty as Robin Hood. That, I think, is probably my favorite piece in there because she's completely unknown. But I think it's the best painting in there because it reflects the reality. Because, see, what the deal is, Robin Hood's CEO is the opposite of Robin Hood. He's a fucking, you know, asshole, right? Well, that's the irony, right? They're called and Robin the irony Hood. Is they look alike. They look alike. like the, the Robin so, Hood. Uh, Roaring if... Kitty is the real Robin Hood, and that's what she painted. That's in that second gallery. Okay. It is like, it it, 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 it basically, that that incorporates everything in that one painting. Everything, the whole story is crystallized in that hmm. painting. I own one. I think there's four available. And the cool thing is that was her first uh, minted NFT. She was on Instagram because I told you I scrapped, scoured everything to try to find <laughs> these people. And uh, sh and then she minted some stuff on OpenSea, but she was not minting on OpenSea before I found her. Mm, really? Yeah. So it's like I put a newer artist in with the OGs because that painting is in the same caliber. According Isn't to it me. just great how you can do all of this now? I mean, who would have thought this even just a couple of years ago? I always wanted to put stuff in Minecraft because my daughter was like, she was played it constantly. And I was like, I want to put my paintings in there. And then when I found Crypto Voxels, I was like, oh, you're right. This is a, the answer to a lot of my, uh, my needs. Mm -hmm. My creative needs are all being satisfied in there. I could not be happier about this. I'm it telling is. you. It's awesome. It, it's like once you invest in yourself too, because yep, there yep. is there is a scary moment where you're like, wait, I'm buying this for myself. This is my little land. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. once you do that, once you take that step, th that leap, then you're like, well, I have to do something with it now. At least that's how I was. Sure. Was like, you can't just leave it there empty. No, you can't. I mean, you, you can, can but what's something. the point? Yeah. But the cool thing is there's so much to learn how to do. I'm so what's a basic parcel cost you if you're not going for like a prime piece of land? If you're just going for a regular? Well, what's it's it one F. I think I paid 1.2 F for the that one and one F. <laughs> okay. It's, so it's not okay. cheap. 
No, but there are some that are in the the newer lands that are 0.7F. Okay. And you have to look you have to look up newly minted under crypto voxels when you're in OpenSea. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can you can also go you can view from cheapest to most expensive. Right. So okay. Look at the cheapest ones and snatch something up. Like yeah. in the end, does it really matter where you're located? I mean, you just no, you you teleport can make from one cool. parcel to another anyway. Yeah, I need to learn how to teleport stuff. Um, and plus, what I mean what? to say is, if I just go to your handle and just click, I'm in your parcel. I'm not having yes. to travel there. Right, you're there. Yeah, it is the most. It is. It is like a 3D website. I'm telling you, once people get a taste of this. We will not be building websites anymore because it's like, hey, meet me in my parcel. Yeah, yeah. You know, meet. Let's go have coffee and, you know, discuss this. I'll show you some stuff, and then let, let's just, let's go. It's much more interactive. Way more interactive. Social media kind of sucks after this. Even though we're still <laughs> typing, there's something different about being able to move around with each other. Well, it's kind of like the transition from watching TV to YouTube. Like if you look at kids now. Very yeah. few kids actually sit and watch, say, like cable television. Oh, they don't. Yeah. Sure. They don't. They I don't either. They watch, <laughs> say, YouTube or they watch TikTok or they watch things where they're in control. And this is the next step of that in a way, isn't it's, it? It's the next thing. And, you know, what's going to be really interesting is when these big these big celebrities, they, they're going to get their land in there. Mm, and you're going to be true. able to go to Beyonce's house. <laughs> I mean, it, it's going to happen. Have you looked into the other metaverse kind of ones like Decentraland or yeah. someone was telling me about Sandbox here? It seems like Crypto Voxels is still kind of the... I like it better. Okay, so... What do you like thing. about it better? Uh, the fact that it's built like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I really like that aspect to it. Um, Decentraland, I, I had a... Actually, I think one of my things is in that a show in Decentraland I don't like the kind of cartoony aesthetic. Okay. I don't know. It well, it's higher demand too, right? Like this can, you can literally do crypto voxels on like a phone. Yeah. I think it's harder to build in Decentraland than it is, is it? in crypto voxels. That's what okay. I've heard. Okay. But aesthetically, I'm just not a fan of the cartoony aesthetic, as I mentioned. All right. That's fair. But hey, I, I got to ask you though, problem. we haven't even talked about your art at all yet. And you have some pretty freaking awesome art, like looking around at <laughs> maker's place you have some wonderful pieces on there you've got some great animations particularly there's a few that really stand out to me you have one called kill the selfie that i just think oh is such a cool yes piece. tell yes, me about this piece it. tell me okay. about this piece so i will, i have a history of modeling i was a teen model for elite okay so people should cool. know that 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 i have a history of this and and so i have a very different idea about uh the modeling industry and also hollywood kind of fits into this narrative because Mm. actually when i was a model i was uh uh, my boyfriend at the time lived in la and there's a little bit of crossover in the the modeling world and the hollywood world it's similar Mm -hmm. so what what it was is that the constant focus on physical attributes via the selfie culture i feel that it degrades our souls i mean i i actually uh, went through a lot of that myself because 
I can only really talk about this to other ex models because it sounds it sounds crazy. But when your when your ATM machine is your face or whatever, you know, it it starts skewing your whole sense of reality of who you are because hmm. you feel like you you become this facade. And honestly, I was I was not handling this stuff very well as a teenager, like I said, I was a teen model. So I developed eating disorders. Um, and you know, I came really close to being, uh, having those, one of those stories of being pimped out and it's, mm. it's all true. All that stuff that you hear about the Epstein shit and the modeling stuff, it's all true. All hmm. of it. I came very, and you experienced it firsthand. You're not just talking about this from someone yeah, you've heard about. I know it's real. So, I just, I feel very lucky that I, I didn't get, um, completely, you know, raped basically, uh, came real close though a few times, but, hmm. um, so I had to get out of that world because it really started corrupting me. I was only like between 15 and 18, but that's young to be dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Did a lot of damage psychologically with the, uh, the the stress on becoming anorexic like you had to be like anorexic so skinny that you you cannot eat normally so right. that was the main thing um okay so and then we we still we still have this right it's like kim kardashian sort of i think she represents this whole vapid uh culture and exactly what the fuck did she ever do like we're not why don't we worship intelligent beings mm. why why not i mean i worship people like nikola tesla like if i had to choose one person that i would like to meet in history it would be tesla because he's a very he fascinating person yeah the concept of free energy for the world and you know he he was destroyed it's right, like right, good yeah. people the good people why are they destroyed it really infuriates me and so I was thinking about, I just, I felt a lot of like disgust on this whole selfie stuff. And I'm not saying I never do selfies. Of course I do, but it's not every day, you know, it's not, I don't want to make people feel bad because, you know, I'm old and fat. So when I see people with selfies every day, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to feel like shit. Okay. So we don't need to be doing, <laughs> we don't need to be doing that. But even, even when I was a model, I wasn't, you know what? I didn't flaunt it exactly. I didn't even wear makeup. You know what? I think it's one of the saddest things that's happened with the selfie phenomenon What is how now the kids have with their phones, they have like this beauty yeah. mode. And so they'll take a picture of themselves and then it will change the appearance to make them look better. I know. Well, I use AR, so what can I say? But I'm old, so I can use What I'm that. saying is oh. for a kid oh, yeah, it's disgusting. to take a picture of themselves and have to have it in a beauty mode <sighs> in order to feel good about themselves no it's depressing obviously of course they wouldn't feel good about themselves because that's not how they really look it's all this emphasis on looks is really dis disturbing to me so so there's the backstory of kill the selfie now it mm -hmm. was purchased by the ceo of scent you know scent mm. who does mm -hmm. the yep. tweet. okay yep. so he saw my he saw my tweet on twitter because I mean, I have these outbursts where it's like, look, I was bulimic and look, I'm the end product of this shit, you know, called commercialization of the human. You know, I, I ranted about it is my real story. 
I'm owning my nightmares essentially. Mm -hmm. So he bought that. And then I got kicked off crypto finally show. She was like, well, this isn't in my brand, you know, explain, explain. I spoke to her just a couple of weeks ago. So I, she had contacted me before that came Uh out. And by the way, that has nothing to do with her. It's about Kim Kardashian. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, if I was going to do something on her, I would have done her. I did something similar, but it was, you know, it was like her little with simps around her and stuff. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like this one is scary or whatever. <laughs> so it was a couple weeks before she said, Hey, do you want to go on my show about NFTs? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So we actually had the day came and she had some like internet issues or something. All right. So she's like, I need to reschedule. But, you know, I showed up on time and all that kind of stuff. And then I did kill the selfie because artists like, look, I I just do what emerges organically. I'm not I'm not strategic with brands and all that bullshit. Like, I don't I don't have a brand. You know, I'm you know, I just do what comes to my mind and I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So she she messaged me. (laughs) She's like, you know. I don't know with all this stuff with the, the kill the selfie. And I don't know. That's, that's not really, what do you like? That's not really the brand that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of the words she used and I talked to her the a little bit. I said, look, the, this doesn't have yeah. anything to do with you. It's my, I, as an artist, you know, I freely create whatever I want based on my own experience. And so, you know, that whole thing was that she, she basically was like, eh, no, thanks. That doesn't really fit in with my brand. <laughs> okay. And I, and I, I wrote a whole story about it and I showed all the okay. messages because I felt it was important that people know that I got canceled from her show because of my art. Hmm. Right. That's important to know yeah, that that yeah. somehow provoked someone else because she lives in this brand. She's very market focused. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't do that at all. I'm complete opposite. I never even think about a brand. There I, is a distinctive look to your work. If some people would consider that a sort of a brand. I don't, I don't ascribe to branding and I never have. I'm a writer and an artist and now I build things in crypto voxels. That's all that people need to know about me. And I don't, I don't have a brand. And I never really will do that because that blocks you, that boxes you into. That's something. a fair point. Yeah. You kind of get trapped in it. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't saran wrap my head and package my head and sell it as an NFT. If my brand is like my avatar with all this, you know, crazy drawings. And But so, to be fair, some people would just say a brand is kind of your look. It's kind of like when I'm looking at these, they, they do have a distinctive look that I would look at them and go, okay, this is a Stella Bell piece. Hmm. Yeah. I'm no, trying, you don't think so? Trying to, I don't know. I have two distinct styles that I vacillate in between. And I don't well, I'm looking at your work on Maker's Place still. Yeah. So the Frida one, like that, I tried to be a surrealist. I think I was influenced too much by Cody. That Seekers. one's freaking cool. <laughs> That's a great one. Um. Yeah, that one sold. There's two available. Uh, no, Chitty, this, this, uh, this guy that I've known for years and years on Steam, he ended up buying that. And I was like, I like the fact that my, the OG people that I knew from five years ago are now buying my art. And yeah, no, it really wild. makes it all come around, you know? Yeah. 
Um, so it says yeah, this, I'm looking at the one called Frida and Monkeys, and it says this digital painting started out with an artificial intelligence scene created by Art Breeder. Can you tell me about, like, what yeah. a wild scene to come up with? How did you put that together? That's wild. It, I use, okay, so I use a technique. It's called, I just made it up. I'm sure a lot of artists do this. It's a semi, it's a subconscious way of doing art. Okay. In other words, I can look at something. I do have hallucinations regularly as well. So this all hmm. feeds into it. <laughs> Meaning I I see things that shape. Okay, so like if you look at what artificial intelligence generally does, yep. it creates a lot of kind of ambiguous forms, right? Mm -hmm. So what I do is I use that to then, I, I stare at that for a while and then something emerges to my mind. I see, I get it. Okay. Yeah. I get it. And then you're basically it. drawing over top. I'm of open. That. Yeah. And then I start. And I, start I, I did find the manta ray, by the way. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's other ones that are actually even more, more like that. Meaning like you, it's like, where does this shit come from? It's, it's subconscious. Really? It really is. Cause I don't have an idea of what I'm doing. Most of the time. Some, sometimes I, I wake up with a vision, for example, the one that's, uh, eat <clears throat> eat my own art eat mm -hmm. your own art that's the name of it i woke up i had this vision like i saw everything visualized which was i saw myself in my own painting eating <laughs> it and that's, that's cool that's what, and so it just <laughs> there are these these kind of fleeting thoughts so a lot of people ignore their imagination you know, what's funny is that reminds me of, I'm sure you recognize this, you know, the old Monty Python kind of animated yes. sketches. Yes. Your eat your own art totally reminds me of that. Terry Gilliam, I think is the name of the guy yes. who did them. Yes. Yes. I yeah. love the psychedelic. Oh, uh, um, so funny. And so just, yeah, that I was kind of before his time, of course, that was like in the 1970s. So. So like there is, there is a second layer of meaning though. Um, Okay, so the first layer would be like, oh, this is entertaining art or whatever. The second layer is, that's my original drawing style that that I did even in the 90s, the 1990s, mm. like during college, which is that fluid kind of surreal, or I mean, not not surreal. It's more of like, a, it's a, you know, it's a psychedelic kind of 60-ish feel. To yeah, it, yeah, right? I get it. Yeah. Almost um, like a maze-like pattern. Yeah, yeah. So it's like eat your own art means eat your own dog food. This is my style. I'm not going to pretend to do 3D art and and be that you know that amazing artist over there. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what comes naturally to me and embrace that. Mm -hmm. That was and that one was I think in some ways my most successful piece because Moderats bought it, Robness bought that, and. Um, Oh, then Colin, I think. But okay. Then Biddy, okay. Biddy bought it from Colin. I don't know. It. I'm. I'm pretty. Some sure very good it. names to have owning your art, anyway. Uh yes, 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 because that is, to me, that is that's very important. It is. It's it true. is. It's true. It is to have moderates and Robness. If they both own something, so that this is like a constant feedback loop because I tried. The third was Biddy. Yes. She bought it from Colin, though. Is that right? Colin. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Colin swooped. Colin. Oh yeah, because that was just twenty-three days ago. It says. <laughs> Colin buys a lot of my stuff. I give him. I cut him little deals here and there because. Yeah, I've done the same with Colin. 
Yes. My, my thinking is if if Colin's yeah. going to offer me a, something that is reasonable, I'm going to sell it to him because I know it's going to look good for me to have him holding my art. Exactly. And he's a he's a good pimp, art pimp. I mean, he pimps <laughs> art all the time. I don't know if I'd use that word, but okay. I mean, that's what he does. Come on. Yeah, let's it's get true. real. Yeah. I mean, Moderats doesn't pimp art, but Colin does. He's an art pimp. Oh, you know what? Another thing I'm going to do, I think my next painting, I like the term art simp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Simpin for Stella Bell's art. Um, but no, not necessarily for me. I'm just saying as a general observation ah, of the scene. Art in general. Okay. Because I think a lot of the collectors possibly, or like people with money, um, maybe maybe they secretly want to delve into being creative themselves. Like I always want to know about mm. the collectors who do not do art. Cause right, actually, right. That I is kind of strange. Yeah. I collect art and I make it, you know, it's like a, it's the like two a go nap. hand in hand. The two go together really feels but like. But not, not for every artist. There's lots no, of, of artists who don't collect anything, mm-hmm. but most of us do collect stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but what about the, what about the people that don't, do art and they don't do anything creative at all but but they collect well i was talking when i talked with gary v the other day he was saying that for him it's more fun than trading things like stocks which is boring but trading nfts is is something special about it right so and you know, the, now art. having said that he was he was talking about he's getting a whole bunch of doodles that he's working on so, so he, he's now he's now doing some artwork so it sparked his interest in creating see that's kind of what i was thinking that there's i think this is a this is a bigger this is a way bigger thing than just the technology and this is. is what i envisioned years ago which was we need a new res- renaissance where it's true yep yes where we have creative thinkers and creators of all kinds like music art whatever yeah well i mean like my we own personal them. experience i was i loved art as a kid i drew non-stop i got into teaching art i taught art and when i began teaching art i stopped doing my own art yes 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 right and now and now doing, i love it now you're doing your own art yeah and it's because of nfts 100 percent. exactly and so i i have a similar i mean a slightly similar thing i've been doing creative work which is freelance web design freelance video i've been in several art shows i did photography collage i had a couple of shows with my collages mm-hmm. um i literally been doing creative work for a long time but i didn't take the plunge into you have to full-on believe that you can do some. you can be successful so mm. there's there's always like a doubt or I don't know how it gets, it gets planted in your mind that like, sure. wait, you can't make money with art. Well, there's something about something that, you know, yeah. it, I find it interesting how so many people don't try things because they might fail. Uh, exactly. And that's, it is a shame, but I think people are starting to see that if they don't go for it. So for me, it was six months ago in the summertime. And I realized something. I said, if I don't just go for it, everything all in, all in, if I don't do this, I'm going to be full of regrets. Mm. And I will never know if 
because it's very nerve-wracking for me to try to sell my art. I mean, I sure. still... There's it's pressure a, in that, sure. Yeah, there's pressure. It's like, it's embarrassing. Like, what if you go to all this work for you know, some of my animations, take like 20 hours, you do all this work and then it's like, no one buys it? Ouch. Well, I had that with, um, I did this thing for Cointelegraph that was like a charity event at Christmas where I made 12 yeah. zombies of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And half of them sold, so I was happy, right? About okay. half of them sold. I forget, five or six of them, right? But- I was really nervous. I was going to be like, shit, they wrote an article about it. They're promoting it. The giving block is promoting it. There's charities that are saying it, talking about it. What if none of it sells? I know. You know, it is one of those things that is very nerve wracking. It is. But here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing that I've learned that I think artists could really benefit from this. You, you can power through it. Mm. okay there's still stuff of mine that that has not been purchased sure but it doesn't bother me now as much as it used to in the very beginning because i think to myself this is like the third level or whatever of i think the right person hasn't come along because sure that's fair one of one of my drawings which i really love that i feel like is very very uh vulnerable it was it's um it's the one where it says be who you are everyone else is taken that one, where like, would i find I, this piece my sadness it was oh, be yourself Nick. everyone else is taken yes yeah that one to me i was really sad you know i was i feel like when i look at that i i can see my own despair or mm. very very negative depressing depression you know that kind of stuff and maybe you can't see it but i see it i see it in the eyes i see that one and that one sat there for a while until it was persplex these brothers they they uh messaged me on twitter and a lot of collectors want to remain anonymous right yeah 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 and they i could tell they that they wanted it and it was the weird it was like it was one of the weirdest but it was exhilarating it's also kind of strange because it's almost like someone wants to purchase something inside of you, like a feeling. You're giving like something of yourself away. It's true. It is. And because that one was very personal to me. I mean, right. I was really depressed about maybe seeing the 3D artists like come in and I was like, my stuff is not like Blake Catherine. And, you know, I don't have this huge. You have beautiful work. It does not have to be 3D. To I know, be beautiful. but I have this, this thing where it's like, I have to be perfect. Like, like mm. I, you know, I got to up my skills. I was going through all this <laughs> shit. But then when I drew that thing out, I was like, this is who I am right now. Yeah, this, totally. This is, this is like, I'm full of despair. You know, it was like, and it wasn't a joke. I, I was fucking sad. You know, I was really mm -hmm. depressed when I did that. And, but I, I let it flow out. Like I did not force anything, mm -hmm. you know, there was nothing forced. So when they when they bought that and it wasn't a huge amount, I I did negotiate higher though. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, I can I'm see. Gonna... I see the orders that were placed and I see where they bought it at. <laughs> I I see the whole history here. Yeah, <laughs> you did work them up. You worked them all the way up. You tripled them they, from they their contacted original offer. Me via Twitter to kind of do the private chat to figure yeah. stuff out, and I just. I basically said, no, I'm not going to sell it unless it's 500 or whatever. What is it? The final thing is it 300. 400? They initially so, offered 100 and you got them up to 300. 
Okay, yeah. So I said, I'm not doing it for less than this amount. But I think it's it's That was pretty early now, on, though, right? Like, the thing is, when I was doing my first few pieces, and someone was like, oh, 100 bucks, I'm like, woohoo! No, I actually, I had... Metapurse had bought something for 2F, and uh, also... Back um, when 2F was, like, $300? No, it was more of, like... Was it? 900 Okay, nice. Yeah. No, I've I've had quite a few of my pieces sell for 2F. Um, mm-hmm. So, and there's some that Deservedly, I... Deservedly, you have phenomenal work. I, like, the addict, I will not take less than... What is it right now? 1.5? <clears throat> I'm not going any lower. I'll keep it for myself. I'm not mm-hmm. doing anything lower, because that one has a lot of... Okay, I, I gotta ask you about what? the whole Epstein thing. Okay, so because that's clearly a theme in a number of your works. You got it, Ghislaine Maxwell, or is it Ghislaine? I don't remember. Ghislaine, yeah, it was. It was the first theme that I started out with last summer. Okay, and because I followed. Okay, so I. How did I get? I get obsessed with these topics, right? It's an interesting story. I found it kind of amazing how quickly it got swept under the rug and yes just kind of was disgusting. silenced right so i follow the main victim of the epstein uh sex trafficking her name is virginia guffrey yeah okay i so, follow there was a show on netflix about it i watched yeah it's that show too and um i think what disturbed me so much is that one of the modeling agents actually he's he was in france he's actually he's been taken in he's being arrested oh, is that right Yes, oh. is um, man. I used to know all this stuff by heart, but no, the uh, the French guy who 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 gave the models to Epstein basically trafficked okay. with them. Um, he there there is a connection with elite in this whole saga, which is um, Gerald Marie, who worked for Elite, was a rapist as well, and he raped. Uh, the the big guest model um she wrote about it actually there there is a serious connection between these modeling agencies and and then serial rapists being in charge so it's it's very it's all connected mm-hmm. so so back to when i was a teen model the first night in tokyo i was almost pimped out okay right. it was like my first night in there i was 17 my my manager said, "Hey, uh, you've got to go to this dinner with me. You know, wear something nice." And she said, "Meet me at eight, or whatever." And I get there, and I thought that meant that I was going to meet just her and have dinner because I just got off the plane like the night before. So I get there, and there's all these businessmen and all these models who are my age, like fifteen, seventeen, eighteen, whatever, and. They sat me next to Mr. Bond, who I guess was the richest man in Australia at the time. And I was absolutely disgusted. Hmm. I was like, I was, I felt just like prostituted. And mm-hmm. um, I felt really disgusted because she didn't tell me the truth. She never told me what I never look. I didn't sign up for this BS. Like mm-hmm. I, I signed up to work and that's it. So um, then I, I'm pretty sure that some of them, some of the models probably slept with them because that was what was obviously setting they're setting that up for prostitution and and elite it was like wait a minute this is not elite like i'm in elite like this is bullshit so i i pretty much i didn't i wouldn't take any of that crap 
I don't know. I mean, there's there's so there's so much of that. The crossover was too similar. So when the Epstein stuff happened, it was just like, oh, what is this? You know, I couldn't totally. believe that. Yeah, I'm really so echoing right now for some reason. I don't know oh. if you're closer to your speaker or something. No, is that better? Um, I'm not sure, but yeah, I feel you. Like I, I went was... on a little bit too long. Yeah. What about now? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, that is seems better. better. That seems better. I was echoing a little bit there. But yeah, no, I mean, for you, that struck close to home. Yeah, too too close, really, if you think about it. Yep. So I decided I wanted to do something. So I donated uh, part of the money that I earned from those. I sold the Epstein head, that one with the red background. Mm -hmm. That sold pretty fast. And I, and I, I donated 10% of what I made to Virginia's Guffrey's Foundation to help these survivors and stuff because – She's had yep. a rotten deal. <laughs> For sure. Really yeah. yeah. So. Wow. The, I, I'm really, I love your work. So keep doing what you're doing Thank because you so it's much. amazing. I, yeah. I'm really looking forward to this, um, this uh, exhibition coming up right away feel, here. Feel free to edit out any of that stuff if I was rambling because. Oh, not at all. Really, I want to stress to people that it's on Saturday, March 6th at 12 Pacific and that they have a chance to win something cool because the money art is an NFT plus the physical art. Like the instructions are in the open sea unlockable file yep. that tells you how to contact me and, you know, get the, the stuff mailed to them. And so there's, you know, there's a chance that you could win something. And, you know, what do you think about this? Do you think that the physical and the NFT should be married? Meaning, what if you sell, what if someone sells my money art that they win the NFT, you know, what if they sell it, but then they hold on to the physical money art? What do you think mm. about that? I don't know. I mean, you know, I suppose that's up to that individual at that point, if they've owned both. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of a weird thing because, um, yeah, you could hold, I mean, you could hold on to the, like, which is more value? <laughs> I don't know. The NFT is starting to I feel think, like it's I more think valuable. Long term, I think the NFT, NFT holds more value. Short term, perhaps the physical. It, I guess it all depends on like... Because in the long thinking. term, you know the NFT is the real deal. In the long term, you're not so sure about that with the physical anymore. Oh, you're right. That's right. right? I mean, you could always compare. You could always do a comparison of the NFT image with the physical one. I'm just saying like, it's so easy to yeah. fake stuff nowadays that that's yeah. the beauty of the NFT technology is there's no question that it's the real piece. Yeah. If the artist actually minted it now, have you right. kind of delved into looking at like how nifty gateway uh, mints things? Because the original artist is never involved in that process with that account. Yeah, I wonder about that sometimes. I actually I like have it. a few pieces on uh, one website in China called BCAEX. Have you heard of them? No. So I, I thought, ah, you know, I'll try this. They invited me, and so I sent a few pieces. Yeah. But they minted them. Now, it does specifically say it's in my name, and it's my artwork, and it's copyrighted to me, right? Because um, I just thought, oh, it would be interesting to be in an entirely different market, right? Um, but, yeah, it's kind of weird because I didn't mint them. You didn't mint it? No, they minted them for me. They're yeah. minted in my name. 
See, I like to have so Josie Bellini is kind of like I I look to her for advice on these things, mm-hmm. and she told me uh, for her she likes to have her name as the collection. Yep. Because when people type in her name Josie, then her tokens appear connected to her name, and I love that too. Right. That's, that's nice with I, OpenSea, right? Because you can just create your own yeah, store, OpenSea, and then boom, it's your name. That's when I started my collection, and I feel very proud of my little OpenSea collection there. And I feel mm-hmm. very cozy about it. I don't know how – because it doesn't say Maker's Place is the type and of token. And it's your name on it. It's my token with Stella yep. Bell token. That's right. It's true. <laughs> it's have you? Do you have an OpenSea? I do, yeah. Like yeah. Like that as well? Yeah, I have a couple. I have a Decline mm-hmm. is just my OpenSea, but I also have a gas-free one that I called Societal Decline. Uh, what where's your gas free one at societal societal decline yes you mean that's your that's website? my most well that's my most recent open sea that i have that's my gas free um oh yeah yeah i get it i get it yeah 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 uh, and, i just thought well i want decline in the name and i just thought it'd be funny to be societal that's decline. funny i like i like your little play on words and stuff <laughs> i love that i love that kind of stuff well, I've uh, made the joke before. Ever since I was born, there's been a decline in society. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you. Uh, oh, I just sent you. On, what's the skinny on Matic? Because um, Matic, I, did I think that's going to be an interesting innovation. I think, uh, and I, I'm ready to jump on that train. I've got to research it more, but what I I see happening is, and I've read a little bit about it somewhere. I don't know where, but possibly open C using it as a layer two solution they are, where... they are in fact when you when you look at your tokenized tweets if you ever use that function on twitter mm-hmm. it uses the matic blockchain and when you view it in open C, it says matic coming soon uh-huh. so they're going to they're going to incorporate not that's not the right word integrate matic in there so it'll be in it will have you will have Matic blockchain NFTs compatible in OpenSea. Yeah, and, yeah. That takes a lot of the gas problem away. So I I see them working on that, and basically it'll just run on a second layer on Matic. Yeah, and yeah. that eliminates a lot of those Ethereum gas fee problems. Just one other question, and then uh, are yeah, you on shoot. Foundation? I just got on Foundation, so I'm working on some stuff for that. <laughs> I'm I'm so, I'm so Jones. How did you get on? Uh, I'm a member of the guild. You know the guild. The oh yes, I, I was doing that until I got into my museum, and then I'm like, I don't have time to do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. It's one of those things where I'm like, I really want to be a part of this, but I'm also really busy. Yeah, um, I, I could. The take wanting it off. to be a part of it overrode the you know being yeah. too busy, and so I joined that, and there were some guild members who had an invite, so oh yeah very good it was very kind of i think it was sam j studio who gave me the invite yes so i'm very grateful to, to sam j studio i'm i'm jonesing to get on that i have this show well hey if i sell a piece i promised richard uh, rosa that i would yeah. send him the invite because we yeah. talked about it last night and uh after that if there's another sale then i'll keep you in mind for that one because you know i mean awesome. i think you get an invite for every sale as far as i know yeah, I think I kind of like their system. I mean, it's different and it's it works on sales and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's smart actually. 
Well, you I know, mean, it's, it's a neat little... way to kind of have the artists build the community in a way. Yes, yes. Right? Yes, I like that. Like you were saying. Yeah. and it's Because it's it the artists inviting networks. artists. Yes. But yeah, it goes through artist networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, it, it, and it's also clever because it gets that FOMO. I mean, is it really that oh, different yeah. from OpenSea or Rarible? But, Not really, right? It, but the no, I'm sorry. The design of it and the it is the a nice community. Design. I think I follow some of the community managers or the people running that. Yeah, they seem really smart and savvy. They just seem like really with it, and the the design of their website I think is genius. Yeah, I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna do I think i'm gonna be focusing on female portraits which i love doing um if you look on my societal decline gas free storefront that's what a lot of them are um i do also have uh, some pubes on there i don't know if you heard about the pubes movement max osiris no i what i, I didn't hear about you're this. not part of the pubes movement i was you know max was earlier like i mean i came in after yeah I think okay, I, I got to send you it here. There's a link you got to check on. This was a piece I created. Okay, let me see when here. When the Pubes movement was born. Okay, let me, I'll look at it, it right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I have not done that many Zoom. Yeah, it's just in the chat bar. I'm quite proud of this piece. Which one? I. It took me just to your, your, uh, Oh, did oh you did the first link? The second link is to a specific piece. Oh, okay. Let me let me get the second one then. Hey, that was the in the chat, right? Yep. Or just go to the general one. It's oh, like here a it is. Oh, no, yeah. I get it. I I see it now. Yeah. I see it. So, I'm quite proud of this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. For listeners, it's pubes at the bottom of a 64-gallon toter. It's very childish. <laughs> but anyway, he, oh. we were all laughing about the ridiculousness of this. So then Max Osiris created a token, the pubes token. <laughs> and it's trading for nearly $10 US a piece. Wow. Hey, did you were you around during the, the time when Robness got kicked off super rare? Yes, for I actually was the one who wrote the piece about him getting kicked off. Oh, on awesome. Point Telegraph. Okay. Yeah. And where is that article? Oh, I think I read if, that. You, if you I type in you immutable read... trash, Cointelegraph, it'll come up. It was on Coin. You you work for Cointelegraph? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, for some reason, I I don't think I knew that. That's what got me into this. Oh. When I talked to Robness about the whole situation, I was like, "This is so freaking cool!" Right. So then I got into it. Wow. I was yeah. considering, I, I was a tech writer before I got mm -hmm. into. Cointelegraph's a great company crypto. to work for. Cointelegraph's good? They are. They pay yeah. fairly. Mm -hmm. The editors are excellent. John Rice, managing editor, is he's top good. quality guy. Yeah. Oh, that's and good. they're very passionate about the art scene. Now, you don't see a lot of it in their, in their yeah. uh, art, work. So but, you know, for example, they did dedicate an entire week to it last year, to crypto art yeah so do you are you still an art teacher no. now i teach other subjects i don't teach art now what do you teach mostly math actually at what level what junior uh, high grades eight nines oh but you're a full so you're a full-time teacher huh yeah you know i'm making a you know who knows maybe i can make a transition you know i'm 
I'm working on it. Wow. Who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, here where I live in Canada, teachers are paid pretty decently. So I'm. Oh, it's so bad here. It's you know, really I have an excellent here. pension. I have good benefits. Oh, that's so. right. I cannot detect a Canadian accent. What city are you in? Well, I live in Alberta, so it's not as Canadian sounding. If I lived in, say, Ontario, Alberta. I would be saying more like house and brown. And Every Canadian I've met has been out. really nice. What's the deal? We just pretend. We're we're pretend? terrible to each other. We're just whenever we talk, <laughs> whenever we talk to Americans, we pretend we're nice. <laughs> it's a big inside like were... secret. Yeah, I get it. No, I. <laughs> There's I only do, like 38 million of us here, so it doesn't take much to coordinate a secret. I do. I do have this kind of like yeah, sunny, sunny thoughts about Canadians. <laughs> Actually, I I wanted to move to Canada for a Is while. Right? I went to Quebec mm, when I was 18. I drove. I drove to ah, Quebec by myself. Uh, je parle un peu de français. Oh, vraiment. Ah, Et toi? Oui, je parle français. Ah, c'est chouette. <laughs> ah, très chouette. <laughs> um, yeah. That's cool. So you were in where? Montreal, you said? Yeah, just I traveled all over for a bit. Okay. I've been there, I don't know, six, seven times, Montreal. Um, oh, Canada's beautiful. I really loved it. it was I mean, it's a huge country, right? There's parts of Canada that are beautiful. There's parts of Canada that are ugly. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. It's just I live out, they call it out west now, but really it's kind of central. You guys have, uh, you guys have health care though, right? Yes. That is a big thing. Okay. So... I mean, a couple years ago, I was an idiot and I drove a dirt bike directly into a tree, broke my hand, had to get surgery done on it, had physiotherapy for months. Yeah. Zero dollars. Okay. So you you guys have it really good. I'm just well, like, we pay it in our taxes, of course. Right? Like yeah. you pay health insurance. I don't, we... actually. I don't have any insurance. Okay. I don't okay, do that okay. anymore because. Okay. Uh, I believe that it is a ripoff. Okay. So then how do you deal with yeah. it if you have a health problem then? I just, okay. N not health advice. <laughs> I pay for what is absolutely necessary. Yeah. And then any bills I get, I just rip them up and my credit's destroyed. My credit's ruined oh, anyway okay. from the recession. Mm. I don't and know if that's so, a winning you know solution, what? Stella Bell. You might need to. Lots of other people do the exact same thing insurance. because the debt here is on a scale that you it would shock you how many people do what i do okay it is See, here's it, here's the thing though like and I, i'm gonna give you as, as much of an unbiased perspective on it as i possibly can being canadian that's hard to do that um what you would pay in health insurance is not that difference from what i would pay in taxes for it it's not that different 600 difference. a month it doesn't cover anything okay get this 600 dollars a month and when I went to get stuff done, the insurance doesn't pay for it. So why the fuck yeah, am I That's where you've it? got an issue. Okay? Because here I can't be it's denied. It's a huge issue. That's, that's where there's a problem. And here's why. Because in the United States, you have a mafia for an insurance company system. We do have mafias that run. You have health insurance mafias. And they divvy up the country. Yes. 
and they yep. say, tell you what, this is your territory. We'll take that territory. We'll exactly get this territory. Right. And we'll monopolize this area. You guys go ahead and monopolize Look, that I'm area. I'm going to Canada if problem. I need anything big. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. A lot of Canadians come down to the States, though, when there's something they need. Because the difference being yeah. that we can pay to get the service there. Whereas here, you got to wait. Uh, yeah, I can see. So there's there. It's not perfect. No, nothing is perfect, but this right? is pretty bad. What, there are what, problems with know. both. There are problems with yeah. both. Yeah. I uh, personally prefer the idea where we have a basic, like, baseline healthcare system for everybody, and then if I want to yeah. pay extra to get something a little quicker, there's yeah. things I can go to. Yeah, now that seems, that seems to, that would be an ideal system. Right, well, and we do have that to some extent where I live in Alberta. For example, this was a couple, this is way off topic, but it doesn't matter. I tore my quadricep, Okay. And I could barely walk. And I was like, okay, I got to go to the doctor and get this checked. A friend of mine says, forget going to the doctor, man. You're going to wait weeks to get help. He says, find a physio, a therapist somewhere in your, near you yeah. and just use your health plan. Cause I do have health insurance as a teacher. Right. And go there. So I literally called them up. They're like, yeah, you can come in at like four o'clock. I'm like, okay, go in. They're like, okay, we just need your health plan in information from your employer. Boop, boop, boop. Give them the info. Boom. They saw me that day. Okay. Now, that's where I think, you know what? It's worthwhile having the two options. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, and this is the funny thing is that Americans are so fearful of, quote, losing their health care. But you're not oh, losing look, it. You know you're what? The pandemic. It. So many people have lost it now that what I mean is if you had a universal healthcare system, you would the, the conservatives argue you're going to lose. You know what? They're that. bullshit. But I, I have options. I, I still can go and it's, pay it's for, it for it if I want to pay for it. It's a I bunch of crap system. Yep. Um, this whole thing of linking your healthcare to your job, I think was foolish. I switch yeah. jobs all the you time. You get extra benefits from your job. That's ridiculous. Sense. Sure. And then mo most people lost in the pandemic. Anyway, I'm not saying most, yeah. but a lot. Yep. A lot have lost it anyway. Yeah. It's a disaster, actually. Yeah. It it truly is. So yeah, yeah. I, I I like the system we have here because it's the it's sometimes there's a bit of a myth in the states that we're all like some kind of like Soviet Union where we're all standing in lineups waiting for services. Look, no, most, I, for the most part, I, believe I can pay in this for universal health care for all people. Yeah. So this 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 whole narrative about it being blah 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 that's that's run by the corporations that yeah. it trickles down into the elites and that's 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 the talk that they've been spewing forth the average person that that is just barely scraping by they need healthcare yeah and I, I need it too yep I don't want to pay. I'm not paying $600 to get nothing anymore. I said, basically, screw them. Well, I guess what you could do is instead save that $600. And then when something does come up, you have a bit of a. Every time a something comes there. up, I just pay for it outright. Because when you think about it, insurance, isn't that different from, say, just betting? And you're betting on the probability. It is. That I'm you're betting be on. Yeah. I, I might be making the wrong bets here. And in that case, uh, here's the thing that people don't understand. If your credit is already screwed, like mine is, <laughs> then you can rack up huge. 
I don't know if you should be recommending this to people. I'm not recommending. Don't do this. Terrible financial advice. Look, a lot of the people are in debt here. It is like it's a it's the system has basically failed. So that's why you got to get into crypto, right? You try to get out of that. it's it's working much better in crypto than the yes. real world. I got to admit, it's true. It is. Crypto it's will become the real system. world. Crypto will what? become the real world. It kind of already is. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you think yeah. about it. For uh, most people, I, it isn't yet, though. I I, mean. I have been exited out of the system for five years. Okay. I'm not. You know, you're talking to someone that's not in the system. Okay. I'm not in your system. Okay. I'm out. Yeah. Yep. And I've been out for a while. I don't believe in the other system, the hmm. pyramid stuff. I don't know. I'm ta- m- mostly talking about how corporations are run in the United States. And I look, I've worked for them. Sure. I don't believe in that system anymore. I'm done with it. Hmm. I'll, I'll be broke and poor before I'll <laughs> ever go back to wage slavery because I don't believe in it. I think yeah. it's wrong. No, I respect that. Yeah. Hey, we should wrap things up, but I just want to go. do one last reminder here. We've been talking for a while. I know. We gotta March go. 6th. Yes. Fuck Wall Street exhibition. <laughs> Stella Bell on Twitter. <laughs> go to it. It's in Crypto Voxels. Check it out. It's very cool. I was just walking around there. Of course, it's, I'm just there by myself because it's not going on right now. But <laughs> it's going to be very cool. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll see you all there. 12 noon Pacific time. I don't know what that is in Alberta, Canada. What is uh, I'm in Mountain Standard Time, so I'm one hour um, earlier than okay. you. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's a Saturday. People should show up and try to win that money art. You'll one have hour it later than you, whatever it is. I can't remember. I think if it's 12 Pacific, that would be one o'clock where I am. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. that's that's a good time for you. Totally. Yeah, I might and be doing a podcast. And we go in there I and dance. <laughs> I think you press the G button. And <laughs> is there's that right? a dance. Yeah, you can dance. You can dance Perfect. in there. Okay. Press Sounds G good. and then you select dance. So right on. thank you so and much hey, for having me on. In the future, I'm going to try to get more stuff going on on YouTube here and get a video yes. going. And yeah. uh, then we can revisit things and maybe look at each other's art a little more. Yeah, and maybe I'll be ready to be on video with you. <laughs> I didn't arrange for that, though. That's fine. Plan it out. Yeah, no thank worries. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate that. Hey, I love it. I love meeting people and it, it, I really respect your work. So keep doing hey, what Thank you so much. It, it always feels good <laughs> to hear that because you don't really know, you know, if you what you're doing sometimes. You're doing great. Just keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm really happy that you that you submitted art. Yeah. It means something every time someone submits good art to the show. I'm glad that that you you submitted that yeah i'm glad i did because there's a lot of people who actually didn't submit anything Mm. and so you know hey i like the people that are active do stuff oh yeah i'm definitely active that's for sure yeah (laughs) i would say (laughs) too active you think you're too you're too excited about that (laughs) i I can't manage it all that's how active i am it's too much but it's it's fun blowing up i cannot keep track yep. of all the stuff that's happening yep it is unbelievable isn't yep. it totally okay all right well we'll stay in touch and uh we'll talk yes. again i will see you on saturday at the show yes. and all right you've got tw- main thing i didn't i didn't mention this 
everyone has 24 hours to find the money art and tell me why you want it in the story. Ah, okay. So I will be announcing the winners of the money art 24 hours later. So you've got to go in there and hunt for it and tell me why you want it. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, thank you so much. Stella Bell, take care. All right, you too. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.